0: everyone. Hope you're all doing well today and hoping you've maybe implemented one or two new small behaviors into your daily life over the past week. If you have, you are probably noticing that you are thinking a little different about things, maybe even experiencing more positive feelings, maybe some increased energy, and possibly enjoying some lightness in weight and or in mind, that's really all it takes. Just a couple small changes daily, and the momentum increases. Definitely worth giving one or two small thought work or behavior change strategies a go on the daily. And within this episode, I'm going to give you a few you can try. So we're going to talk about willingness today. I talk about willingness often in past episodes, um, I mention it quite a bit, so if you're a long-time listener, you are used to me bringing up the emotion of willingness, usually in contrast to motivation. So, in, it, you know, in coaching my weight loss or my health clients, as well as with my therapy clients, there's often um, this misunderstanding that one needs to feel motivated or motivation- To behave or act in a different way and the simplest example most of us could relate to would be I need to feel motivated to change my overeating habits or I need to feel motivated to move my body like to go for a walk so those are the things our brain tells us and we believe it that we have to feel motivated to do a thing that we don't really want to do but remember that our brain often does not tell us the truth. You know, our brain's goal is to conserve energy and to make us feel safe. So it it makes sense that it tells us things like this. Um, that you're gonna you need to feel motivated to do these things. But the reality is it's not the truth. The truth is, is that we can act and behave differently without motivation. And we actually do it all the time. So, you know, you don't feel like going to work, but you go. You don't feel like, or you're not motivated to make dinner for your kids, but you do. We don't feel like, or we don't, we aren't motivated to brush our teeth. We aren't feeling motivated to brush our teeth, but somehow we suffer through the task and accomplish it. So we know that as human beings, we can act and behave without feeling motivated to do the thing. And willpower, willpower is a little bit different from motivation. Willpower is the ability to consciously control a behavior. So think about the word willpower, the power of our will. And I'm all for using willpower in situations where it works um, when we can take control of our will, which we can, we often benefit from the self-control it gives us, but the, the problem here with employing it, particularly with weight loss, is that employing willpower to stop eating the things that you really want to eat doesn't work because it creates restriction mentality with the brain and when and I've talked about this lots in past episodes so you know if you if you want to understand this better you can go back and listen but when restriction mentality in the brain kicks in truly it's over the overeating cycle will eventually start up um, and willpower is also very finite in a day we only have so much willpower it's kind of like, um, it's, it's an energy. It's, we only have so much of it in a day before we need to sleep and replenish it. And there's been lots of, um, research studies done on this. So this is a real thing. So we only have so much in a day, um, before we expend it. And, and typically, typically we have used up our willpower muscle, um, From so many other aspects of our life by the end of the day that trying to use it to stick to a weight loss plan, it just fails. It's not a strong enough, um, energy at that point to combat, you know, the amazing and feel good emotions that eating a pint of ice cream gives us as human beings. You know, the dopamine hit from a comfort food, um, in the evening at the end of the day or whenever throughout the day is always going to win. Against fading willpower. So if you find yourself saying things like, I just need to try harder, I need to use more willpower, then you know this episode is for you. And you know, I'm not saying it's easy to just do the thing without motivation or willpower. I'm just making the point that it's possible. Um, obviously, you know, if we're if if we're feeling like we have strong willpower and we have high motivation. You know that's great because that does make it easier to do the thing. I am just making the point that it's possible um, to do the thing without motivation or willpower, and we do it all the time throughout the day with lots of things that we do. So um, take take the example of someone who knows they they do really well. Um, they do really well with their food. You know, eating healthy, kind of sticking to their plan when they log their food throughout the day but they do not feel motivated to do so. But their goal is to lose some pounds. So if we know they do best with logging their food, and by the way, not everyone does do best with logging their food, nor is it required to lose weight, but I'm just giving an example here. So from... From this client's history we know this works for them, logging food works for them. Then I usually ask them, but you know, they're not they're not feeling motivated to do it, but we know it works for them. I usually ask them about brushing their teeth. Do they enjoy it? No. Why do they do it? So I don't get cavities or I don't lose my teeth in the future. So then I usually bring up that really this is self-care. Just like logging food is also self-care. It is the means to living in a healthy body that they enjoy. So brushing teeth gets you there as well as logging food. So logging their food creates the weight loss and the optimal health that is their goal. Just like keeping healthy teeth in the future is their goal. So, you know, we'll discuss this. Although they don't like to brush their teeth, they do it anyway. Um, They're not motivated to brush their teeth, but they are willing. And that's what we're going to talk about. Okay. But in that example, getting ahead of myself there, you know, we talk about how brushing teeth has become a habit. So now it's not as big of a deal to do it. We talk about how logging food or eating to just enough, you know, not overeating or taking a 10 minute walk or any other health promoting behavior can over time become a habit and where they will find it's easier and easier to do. And to create this feedback loop, you do not need motivation. You know, you really just need willingness. So the the feeling of willingness is a powerful one. And I would argue over and over that it is the emotion needed to make any change in life. If you feel willing you will find you think and do things like this. I really have had enough food, but I just really want to eat more. I know if I eat more, I am trading off my goal of living in the healthy body I desire. In this moment, I am willing to put down my fork and put the food away. I can have the rest tomorrow. Or, if you are willing, you are going to find you have thoughts and feelings like this. I recognize I have an urge to binge. I am willing to sit for 20 minutes before engaging in this behavior. If I still want to binge, I can, or I can set a timer for another 20 minutes to see if I am willing to not binge. Willingness is a feeling of neutrality. It's a feeling of calm. And and this is why willingness is especially needed when working to get healthy or to lose weight. So let's talk about What stops us from feeling willing? I hope you are finding something useful from these episodes and this podcast. And if so, please share it with someone else in your life you feel it could benefit. This podcast is also now monetized. So if you really feel you are getting a lot from it and want to help keep it going, please go to the episode show notes. You can just scroll down from wherever you're listening, you'll see a description of the episode. And then you will see it says, Support This Podcast. And then there's a link you can click on. You can click on that link, and that's where you can support the podcast. Even the smallest donation, like 99 cents, helps to keep me producing the podcast. And to those of you who have donated, I really, really appreciate the support. I really do appreciate all of you listening and sharing the space with me. Again, just very thankful for all of you. So we've established that in order to get to our goals, whatever they may be, and to be able to sustain those goals, um, so in the example of weight loss, to get to our weight loss goal, our health goal, but then also to be able to sustain it over a lifetime, Um that willingness is very that feeling of willingness willingness is very important and what keeps us from being able to cultivate that feeling there's a few things so the first one is lack of self honesty so so not really getting into our truth and what's truly going on is always going to stop us from being able to create the feeling of willingness for ourselves. If if you cannot admit to yourself that you are suffering or you tend to blame others or your environment for what's going on versus taking ownership of your situation or responsibility for your situation, it's nearly impossible to bring about the feeling of willingness. So the the cure to this is to practice acceptance and responsibility. Working to take full ownership of exactly where you are at And this does not mean to beat yourself up or shame yourself for where you are at. It simply means to have a conversation with yourself where you fully accept where you are at and take responsibility for it. So an an example would be writing or talking to yourself and saying, I do not like where my body weight is at and I take full responsibility for making the food choices and the decisions to overeat and drink. I accept this and can be compassionate with myself about making these decisions, and I'm ready and willing to make changes. So a great way to do this is in your journal or, or sharing um, tr- you know that honesty about yourself with a trusted friend or a professional. Other another issue that I see stopping people from creating willingness is when they don't have clarity. On exactly what they want to change. Clarity of your values and your specific goals or dreams is really important so that you can move in a direction that you understand. Clarity and understanding of your values are always needed for lasting changes. If you know your values, it becomes really easy to make daily decisions and choices. If you are clear on your top values in life, you will find that willingness will come up more and more for you. So, so knowing your val—so you know, getting t- uh, understanding what your values are, so that you can have clarity of where you want to go and um, clear decision making around behaviors is really important. If you don't know your values, a very easy way to figure out what they are is to ask yourself. What do you want your loved ones to say about you at your funeral? If you come up with things like, I want them to talk about how I helped others, or what a good mom or friend I was, or they were passionate and adventurous in life, or they modeled a healthy lifestyle that changed other people's lives. um, Something like they left a legacy of love, passion, and meaning. These are just some examples. There are many other values that may be important to you, but in these examples, we can see this person's top values would be relationships, adventure, meaning and purpose in life, helping others. So once you know your values, any situation that comes up in life that you need to make decisions about, that you need to make a choice about, you can overlay your values onto the situation and make the decision. That lines up with your values. So, this really takes some emotion out of making decisions. And that's why this is more about willingness, that neutrality and calm of making decisions. You know, so if I value health and well being, when I have an urge to overeat and I'm struggling to decide to overeat or not, I can look at my top value and remind myself. I will feel amazing if I make decisions to line up with my values so I don't overeat. By the way, sometimes I do overeat, but, but this, you know, looking at my values in the moment um, more often of the time helps me make the better decision for myself. And the more I do it, the more I feel willing to make those same decisions because it feels so good, you almost get addicted to that feeling of how good it feels to live towards your values, to make decisions based on your values. Um, another thing that can really, uh, you know, stall us out in creating willingness is low confidence or fear, fear of fa- failure. Um, those things really do create a lack of willingness. So if you feel scared that you may fail and you lack confidence you are not going to feel willing to do things you maybe don't want to do but know that you need to do to get to the goal you have weight loss and all other goals in life low confidence and fear of failure is counteracted by developing a growth mindset and i'm not going to go into growth mindset here because Um, it is, it, but it is very doable to cultivate this mindset. I have a past episode on mindset, so you can go check that out. If you, if you feel you lack growth mindset, if you have a lot of fear of failure or, or low confidence, cultivating a growth mindset really counteracts that. And then that's a really good strategy because that creates more willingness in your life. Okay, so if if you're already good at self-honesty and ownership, you're really good at taking responsibility for your own choices. Um, <clears throat> you have clarity and you have confidence. Then it could be just a lack of practicality that is stopping you from feeling willingness more often. If you lack experience in executing your ideas then creating a willingness plan can help. And here's how it works. And this is, if you're taking notes, don't do this, obviously, if you're driving. But if you are um, in a safe place where you can take notes, this would be where you want to do it, okay? So this is sort of the practical, you know, I always throw in practical strategies in my podcast for things you can try right now today um, to work on the thing we're talking about. So answer the following questions on paper. Number one, my goal is to, and the example we're going to use is to lose 20 pounds, but it could be anything like earn 20% more this year in my job or find more meaning in life or create a healthier and deeper relationship with my spouse. So it, it can be any goal, but we are going to use the example um, of losing 20 pounds. Number two, the values underlying my goal are, Okay, so to lose 20 pounds, the value underlying it would most likely be health and well-being. Number three, the thoughts, feelings, sensations, and urges I am willing to have in order to achieve this goal are, and in our example, it could be things like, you know, the goal, remember, to lose 20 pounds. So... The thoughts I am willing to have. I am willing to have the thought, you will never be able to do this. You will fail. The feelings I am willing to experience. I am willing to feel sad. Grief of loss of all the food I want to eat. Frustration. Anxiety. The sensations I am willing to feel. Pounding heart. Shallow breath. Hot skin. Pit in my stomach the urges I am willing to feel. I'm willing to feel a strong urge to overeat or binge and sit with it for five or 10 or 15 minutes. So you you get the idea there. Obviously, any change that we are trying to make, any goal we are trying to get to is difficult for our brain. Our brain just likes to stay in habit mode. So we know we are going to experience uncomfortable thoughts, feelings, sensations, and urges. And so writing down what you are willing to experience is incredibly helpful um, for your brain. So, and here's the truth. You might not be willing to sit with um, an urge for 5, 10, or 15 minutes, but maybe you're willing to sit with it for 30 seconds. So those are just some ideas. Okay, fourth one. It would be useful to remind myself that... And for our example, we could write something like, I am willing to think and feel things that are uncomfortable because I know in doing this, I will get to my goal. Or something like, I am worth this work. Or I am worthy to live in a healthy body I love. Or working on this will create freedom in my life. Number five. I can break this goal down into smaller steps, such as every day I can incorporate one small doable change like planning my food each day or drinking enough water each day or walking for 15 minutes each day or leaving two bites of food on my plate at every meal. You get the idea. These are small doable daily behaviors. Okay, number six, the smallest, easiest step I can start with is, in our example, it could be something like serving myself a little less food at my next meal, skipping that snack when I'm not hungry, or maybe it's something like closing the kitchen tonight right after dinner. Okay, number seven, the time, day, and date that I will take this first step is, and in our example, I would possibly put tomorrow or tonight or in one day or in five days. The, the point here is that you really want to mark on your calendar when you are going to take this first step, that very small doable step. Okay, so developing willingness um, takes being honest about your struggle and your pain, right? Right? Really owning that, really taking responsibility for it. Developing clarity and understanding on what change needs to happen and having the confidence and practicality to execute it, to make it happen, to see things through. Willingness is truly what gets us to our goals and it is the key that keeps us at our healthy desired goal weight for the rest of our lives. Willingness is doing what it takes to change your lifestyle, your food life permanently. Willingness is what allows us to execute, to actually do the thing we need to do to get to the goal we want to get to. And how many times, you know, do you think about, I know I want to do this thing. I really want to do this thing. But then you don't do it. You don't do it. You don't do it. You don't execute on it. That is why we need willingness. When we cultivate willingness through everything I've talked about, you get to a place where, yeah, you don't feel like doing the thing, but willingness is what gets you to execute, to create the behavior needed. Okay, and one final key to feeling willing and to keeping your willingness going and to perpetuate you know, this sort of cycle that creates more and more willingness, if, if you try to follow a weight loss plan that is difficult, miserable, where you can't eat your favorite foods, where you're cutting out huge food groups that you love, where it, it doesn't work with your lifestyle, you will never lose the weight for good. I'm sorry. It is just the truth. Um, the research is out there, the studies are out there, um, the N of ones are out there. You know, it's just, it, it's not gonna work. Um, willingness continues to be present when you are following a plan that allows you to enjoy the process of losing weight, where it feels simple and doable, where it stretches you a little bit, but never creates a space of needing willpower or a hard struggle. So do one small thing daily, a behavior that is doable. There is magic in approaching your health and weight loss this way. I have helped many clients get there in this way and keep them there in this way. If you wanna work with me one-on-one, you can head over to my website at heatherheinen.com. And if you found anything useful from this episode if you would please take the time to subscribe to this podcast and download the episode, maybe even give a five-star review. Um, Also, when you subscribe, you'll always then get the next available um, episode that's released, which almost always happens. I think it's every Sunday morning at 6 a.m. my time, which is Mountain Standard Time. Um, I've only missed one week since I've started this whole thing, Um, so you can always plan on it that Sunday morning. And if you have already subscribed and downloaded episodes and shared with a friend or family member that you think this could help, I I really appreciate it. It really is, those are the things that really make it possible for me to keep putting this information out there. Um, Again, the best way to get in touch with me and also find out about um, how I work with clients one-on-one, it's all done online, um, is to go to my website at, again, heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. On that website, under Counseling and Coaching Services, um, I give incredibly detailed information on what I offer my clients, how we work together, um, my goals, my philosophies, and my prices. Everything is very upfront. Um, I do have some social media stuff where you can follow me, uh, Heinen Counseling and Coaching on Instagram. And once you're there, feel free to DM me that way too to get in touch. Uh, I have a recipes only page, Peak Protein Recipes, P-E-A-K, Peak Protein Recipes on Instagram. And it's just a catalog of all recipes that are high in protein. And if you keep listening right now, you're going to get some more information um, just on you know how my clients take that deeper dive on these topics with me through online programs and coaching, where you get the actual structured lessons, worksheets, journal prompts, support and coaching behind all the information I'm putting out there on these podcasts in order to lose your weight for good, improve your health, and live the life you've been dreaming about in the body you've been dreaming about. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N and get in touch with questions on all things I offer like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services.